The Y Experience with JJ Cannon, sponsored by Digital Delight, making holiday tech shopping easy. Take a look at their website at digitaldelight.com forward slash shop, where they are featuring six must-haves to turn your basic home into a smart home. Support the Y Experience with JJ Cannon by becoming a Patreon. Every month, the Y Experience will receive a regular source of income from supporters like you who've pledged through Patreon. Having your ongoing support for as little as a dollar a month means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you. Hey, welcome back Facebook family and my friends on Instagram who are joining us live there as well. Happy New Year. Happy 2019. I'm JJ Cannon, uh, the host of the Y Experience, and I hope y'all had an amazing time with family, having fun, and then getting plenty of rest. I know it's just so much fun to have uh, my girls and my wife to be able to to focus on what we accomplished over the previous year and to look forward at what we're going to be doing in, in 2019. And, uh, you know, for those who are new to the show, for those who don't know about me, I just let you know a little bit. Like I was saying, I'm a father of two. I've got a beautiful wife that I've been married to for over 20 years. I'm CEO of Digital Delight. We've been in business for over 20 years, uh, providing service and creating experiences for smart home technology services and solutions. I love being a business strategist and working with others in the industry and outside of our industry in creating strategies on how to perform better, how to make the most out of businesses. I really enjoy helping entrepreneurs grow their brand and create social awareness. It's something that's new to to a lot of people, and honestly, it's kind of new to me. I've been doing it for quite some time, but I get excited about telling people about what we do and what we can provide and how we can help each other. I also do this other little side hustle. I'm co-host of this show called The Digital Ramble, where we talk in detail about smart homes. And if you don't know about The Digital Ramble, please, after this show, go on over there and uh, take a look at what we what we are talking about. My buddy, Chris Gamble, with Customize over in the, in the UK, uh, co-hosts that with me. And um, I want to encourage everybody to like, share, follow the Y Experience uh, with JJ Cannon. You can also find us on YouTube. We are transmitted on 11 different podcast channels. So the likes of iTunes and Anchor and Spotify, you can find us. Uh, uh, Just check out the Y Experience. Today, we're talking about fitness and being active, how it benefits us and how it can help others. And I've got a really interesting guest with us today that has a great story exactly about that. Health can be defined as physical, mental, and social well-being and can be a resource for living a full life. You know, uh, sometimes not being physically fit can be wearing and you just need that little extra urge, that extra little push to get out there to make a true life change. And today we're going to be talking about that. Health refers not only to the absence of disease, but also the ability to recover and bounce back from illness and other problems. So 
today. Mike, today I got John Kidwell, the district executive director for the YMCA of Greater Houston. And I, and I couldn't help it, John. <laughs> I heard you were coming in and sharing with me. Hold on. Crank it up, Mike. love this song all right everybody. it feels like it fits since yours is the y experience and we're at the ymca and and our little moniker everyone just kind of calls us the y so ah, it's very befitting it is i'll it take is. it well thank you i'm I, you know i did not put those two hey it, it aligns yeah it aligns no doubt john i'm so excited that you stopped by with us stacy also came with the y she's off uh She's off screen here, but she's supporting us. Yes, she is. And, she's uh, always supporting me. <laughs> Thanks, Stace. <laughs> and uh, thank you for joining us, Stace. And um, John, can you share share with us exactly what is the director of the YMCA? What you know functions you do over there? Because you got like five Ys that you're managing and supporting, right? <laughs> True. So uh, as a district executive director with the Ys here in Houston, um, I sit at one of our Ys and still support that one day to day, have an office there and really focus on uh, community development, working with our board and working on fundraising. And then for the other Ys, I support and lead the executive directors uh, that are at those YMCAs and that work to grow and develop those communities and run those YMCAs. How many, I mean, how many people come in do you have any idea how many people come in and out of the wise i i know whenever i'm there my family were members of the y mm -hmm. and that place is packed yeah. all the time like when do y'all open uh we open at five in the morning five in the morning yes. and y'all go till nine ten eleven at night depends nine. at the ymca wow yeah and the entire time i've never been there to where it wasn't buzzing yeah i mean y'all got stuff happening all day long and it's way more than like swimming gym i mean that's old why that is I mean, very old why i mean y'all right. still do that but yes. the why does so much more than that and we're, we're gonna get into it yep but but the why is is just so much more than what your traditional you know swimming gym as what i i think of it as what we called it whenever i was a kid uh, to, to be so much greater, so much more impactful to, to families today. Yeah. Most of our wives have roughly thousand, couple thousand people that we welcome through the doors each and every day. Oh. And then I think our number total for last year's service here in Houston was about three quarters of a million people. 750,000 yeah. people yeah. that the Y is, is, you know, touching, helping facilitate for. Absolutely. That that's quite a footprint of of and scope of what the Y and the impact that the Y has on a community. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, what do what what personal journeys? Was there something in your life that that got you on a journey of physical fitness or or health? Was there something that that went on with you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like most people. Um, well, maybe not most, but like most people that I was around when I was growing up, I was one of those athletic kids or semi-athletic kids, did sports, wasn't all, wasn't ever really the superstar athlete. But You were active. Active, mm -hmm. did them, played multiple sports all the time, had fun doing that with dad and brother, and that was kind of how I grew up. And, uh, and then, you know, which 
a lot of us experience significant life change. I had that same thing when I left a very structured high school environment and went on to college and uh, it becomes mightily unstructured mm -hmm. and uh, you kind of have to find your own way. Oh and, man, uh, I was that kid. Yeah. I, I remember, you know, I, I came from a very structured environment as well. And when it was my, my opportunity, the, the, <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to get out of the house. And then almost she had that deer in the headlights. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is for real. Well, I built my structure around Mountain Dew and pizza <laughs> and Xbox and pretty much doing everything I could to avoid being in a college classroom. Right. Yeah. Because that's the way that you should build the structure when you go to college. Right. Not really. Right. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I was watching uh, Gary V the other night and he was talking about, you know, things, hurdles that get in your way. You know, what causes procrastination? And really it's, you know, a couple of things. One, we think that we have to be perfect. Yeah. Like it, it, if it's not perfect, it's, there's no value in that. And we have to get beyond that and just start doing and, you know, kind of putting some of those. I, I was filling myself with alternative activities that were distracting myself from what I thought perfection or what it needed mm. to be. And that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a false you know, it was a false idea that I had in my head as a young person that that caused me to, to move, you know, to move forward. And so, yeah, I was fulfilling myself with activities that, that were not necessarily healthy, yeah. you know, choices. Well, I did the exact same thing. And for me, over the course of about a year and a half, uh, it means that I gained 38 pounds from where I entered college, which is a little bit more than the freshman 15 that everyone kind of has as a standard. So just over doubled that, um, found myself on academic probation, uh, 1.8 in a letter that went home to mom and dad that said, Hey, if this doesn't turn around, John's going to come back home and live in your basement. Uh, and, and then separated from a long time then girlfriend. And so, Ugh. uh, it was all this, this combination of, uh, really great things mm -hmm. and being totally sarcastic with great that led me to, um, kind of just evaluate and say, what's going on here and had no idea how to move forward. So saw a registration link for a triathlon. What, and when was this? What, this was what? end, middle end of sophomore year of college. So like 2006, 2007. Mm -hmm. 2006, yeah. 2007. And, and at that time, you know, these, these, you know, one, you're trying to figure it out. You're yeah. out of the house, emptiness. Yeah. You're trying to figure it out. You're, you're putting on a little bit of weight. Yep. You know, your, your girlfriend. Just making poor choices, really. Yeah. yeah. Your, your girlfriend decides to do something else. Yes. You know, and. And went as far away as Australia. Uh, wow. Yeah. Brother. Mm. And something was wrong. <laughs> if you have to go halfway around happened. the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and that really caused a, a, a fog to set yeah. on, on the kid well. Yeah, you know, and 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 a fog is a very nice way to put that. And and really, and and I had the same thing, brother. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of us do, right? At different times in our lives, uh, a lot of us have that fog that comes down. Whether yeah. it's um, something to do with our family, whether it's something personal, something around work, something with our kids. At different times in life, that comes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you or I. I don't believe. I know I haven't mm -hmm. ever didn't do what I did in 2007 and subsequently learned. And now all of a sudden it's gone forever. Right. Right. There are different experiences that kind of take you back into that and you have to look and 
think and see like, okay, what is going on and what is one little step that I could take to start moving in a direction out of the fog. Right. Yeah. And so whenever you're, you know, you're, you're in that, that, um, you know, mode, that fog yeah. per se, was there something that, that, you know, you, that came to mind and you're like, you know what, this is really like, was there something that in your past that kind of helped you that was like a stepping stone into, into, you know, stepping up and out of this type of haze that, that you might've been in that, that got you bolstered up into going forward. Yeah. I think, uh, I was blessed with an extremely strong foundation Mm -hmm. with first and foremost, my parents, um, I always had wonderful teachers and coaches and mentors. And then what I remember is the thing that really got me going was how I wanted to show up and serve people Mm -hmm. uh, moving forward. So Mm -hmm. my aim was to go and to be a coach and a physical education teacher and help young people uh, battle this for themselves, right? Their health and well-being and their fitness. And I had that mirror moment where you kind of look at yourself and I was thinking, if I want to go and teach this and preach this and model this to other people, I need to get it right in myself first so that I'm not going to be a hypocrite when I'm out there teaching health principles and not living them and demonstrating them myself. Mm -hmm. That, That was the moment for me, and that was the thing that really pulled me to say, I need to step into something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, that's, uh, it's, it's interesting because, you know, as adults, we don't realize the impact or, or we try, we try, you know, some adults, we, we try to impact somebody's life because although you try to pour, um, a path of less resistance into somebody's life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have to take the path of most resistance, you know, to realize that, ah, those people that were trying to help were right. Yeah. You know, and whether, you know, for, for me, it was strong family, it was community, it was church. It was those coaches, you know, that, that gave me, that that confidence that I can go on, yeah, you know, uh, and and you were motivated by by health and fitness, and that helped you get up and out. And so tell us, so in t- 2006, all this craziness was going on. Yeah. In 2007, you just woke up and you're like, ah, I got it. Or oh no, no, tell there me. there was no waking up and got it right. Like yeah. it, it was a progressive thing, probably over five or six years, but. The start was the fact that I knew I needed to do something. And for me, that something was something I hadn't done before. And so I signed up for a triathlon. I figured I used to be an athlete, triathlete. I can put them together and think, okay, I'll get this. Mm -hmm. And then I had to swim and realized that I'm not an athlete, any (laughs) realm at all in the pool. Uh, The first day at this downtown YMCA in Grand Rapids, I'm pretty sure I made it all the way across. And was like, (gasps) I'm done. This is all I got. I can't do anything else. Um, but for me, it was really just this daily kind of figuring it out, right? Like one night, instead of pizza, you have chicken and the next morning it's like, oh, I think I feel different or I stopped drinking soda and exchanged it with some water. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I was like, oh, this feels different Mm -hmm. and better. And all of those little things over time started to compound yeah. uh, along with training for the triathlon. So my goal was never really to lose weight. It was, 
I was focusing on, not intentionally, right? This is after reflecting on it years later. Right. But what I was focusing on were the behaviors or the inputs that all of a sudden started leading to the things that I wanted on the other side. Right. But I didn't know that at the time. At the time, I was just thinking, okay, I feel better today than I did yesterday, or um, I'm going to have to swim a half a mile. Right. And this one length of the pool with my goggles filling up with water isn't going to cut it. Right. Right. You know, and you, you mentioned something simple as substituting Coke with water. Yeah. I mean, I think the Y has an initiative going on right now with the water. Uh, yeah, we uh, we've put out some some facts about it. I mean, water water is huge. We need water. It, it makes up over seventy five percent of our body, so mm-hmm. it's important to get everything moving. But if you can have a water bottle and just keep it around with you, that's one little itty bitty step that's going to get you going in the direction of drinking more water. You'll feel more full. Um, for myself, I can tell like mid afternoon if I don't drink enough water, I start to either get tired or headaches. Like I'll feel like I'm hungry or need caffeine. Right. And really I'm just getting dehydrated. I mean, I'm sure, you know, your, your height and your body weight and something like that correlates with sure. how much water you need to, to yeah. drink on a daily basis. Do you, do you know off the top of your head or Stacy, do you know how much water uh, a 180 pound young man like myself should be drinking on a daily basis or? Oh, half, half of your body weight. There you go. My goodness, I so need to 90 drink 90 ounces? pounds? Oh. No, ounces. Okay. Thank goodness. You don't need 90 pounds. <laughs> 90 ounces of water. I don't know if you'd be able to do anything else. I don't think I could do that. Drink all that. What are you doing? I'm drinking water. I'm trying to <laughs> stay hydrated. This is my sole purpose and goal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. also talking about healthy choices from, from water, I... I want to talk about some fun food facts. Okay. I, 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 I don't got? I don't necessarily <laughs> want to just talk about, you know, the, the fog. And I'm excited to hear more about coming up and out of it and how community and, and people can help. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of cool food facts out there that, that when I was researching last night didn't really know about. Here's one. Okay. Broccoli. Yes. Did you know? It's bro- green. Yes. Okay. That's a fun fact. Yes. But did you know broccoli has twice as much vitamin C as oranges? I, that one I actually had heard. It's you, amazing, right? I, I. So does that mean that we should just have like broccoli smoothies instead of orange juice? When I we're might like sick? broccoli if I had to peel it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Did you? Do you know? eat broccoli? Are you a broccoli person? I eat broccoli and cheese. Is <laughs> <laughs> that like? You eat broccoli. <laughs> Does that count? So, <laughs> my my two favorites, steamed broccoli. Yeah. Right? Because it softens yeah. up a little bit. Broccoli's a little hard. Like, yeah. Let's be honest. And then hummus. I don't know if you ever eat oh, hummus. We do. We do hummus. In hummus. It's usually accompanied by a nice salty chip. Okay. <laughs> I'm not here I'm to not, judge. I'm, I'm just not doing I'm offering good. another, another good. way to Hold think on, about it. Hold on. Let me get it. my physique. All right. Did you know? No. Did you know avocados are a fruit? Yes. Did and you know that tomatoes are a fruit? Yes. All right. I did. We're one. Well, we're one for one. We are. And that avocados have the highest protein content of all fruits. I did not know that. They're pretty fatty, but it's an acceptable. It's a good fat. It's a good kind of fat. It is a good kind of fat. It's a good kind of fat. But I did not know about the protein. That's pretty cool. One more. And, you know, I'm big at this one at my house. And my my wife was finally like, oh, thank goodness. Expiration dates. Uh For some reason, when it gets in the fridge or gets in the pantry, Things expire. 
So we're going to go out there. We're going to load up on a bunch of honey mm-hmm. because honey is the only edible food that doesn't go bad. That's pretty sweet. I, that is sweet. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that is sweet. You can also freeze it. I know that we've done that before. Like we've had a honeycomb and then oh. you put it in the freezer and bring it out later. You know what? We should do that with the girls, honey, and we should make like some honey cubes. And that's a good idea. We're going to try honey cubes, people. Well, I'll let you know how that one turns out. All right, last fun food fact. Neither strawberries, blackberries, nor raspberries are actual berries. We should come up with a different name. Who who messed that one up? Straw fruit. Straw fruit. (laughs) (laughs) It's great, right? (laughs) Right? All right, well, that was some fun facts that I was digging through last night. I thought I'd share them with you and get your feedback on them and... And uh, I need to work on my water and my water intake. I need to drink a lot more water than what I'm currently drinking. I know one of the obviously. other things I heard that was good is starting the day with water, right? Mm-hmm. Like making that the first thing that you drink. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, you've probably gone without mm-hmm. for seven, eight hours. So naturally we would be dehydrated and starting the day with water. I know that's one of the things that helps me is first thing up. Like Does before exercise and morning routine, I'll grab a glass of water. Does a cocktail of water and caffeine count like some coffee? Uh, I would not ever pass on coffee. You would not pass no. on coffee. Okay, good. I'm getting a good yes. dose of four ounces of yes. water then. Four ounces is good. Mine is probably a lot more coffee than that. Uh, well, no. I mean, that's four ounces in my coffee. Right. Yeah. I think there's probably eight or 12 ounces in my first coffee. Oh, in your first? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, I at least I know that I'm starting my day out right with a good cup of coffee, and other people can feel confident about themselves that start out with a cup of coffee. At least they're starting their day with a, a water, you know, a water type substance. Uh, you know, they feel yeah. comfortable about themselves. I got my water, coffee. <laughs> All right, so um, 2006, crazy year. 2007 saw a transition in your life, setting goals. I think yeah. we talked about setting goals, but you you set a really large goal. What about as far as just I want to do a triathlon? What about somebody else? I mean, you work with a lot of people on a daily basis, yep, and they come in all different types of um, – you know, with different histories and experiences and capabilities. Like, yeah. not everybody's capable of running a triathlon. Uh, Myself included. Yeah. And so, what are some reasonable goals that that maybe you might want to encourage people to, to yeah. just try? Well, you know, like starting I mean, points. Yeah. For, for people, uh, I mean, whomever it is, right? And then at the Y, we, we pride ourselves in this. It's just meeting people where they are, right? Um, doing a triathlon may not be your thing and running a marathon probably isn't going to be my thing Mm -hmm. and that's okay. But each of us have individual and unique goals Mm -hmm. and and things that we want to accomplish, whether that's uh, showing up better for our family or getting fit because we want to be a demonstration to our kiddos or getting fit because we want to be around for our kiddos, kiddos, right? Whatever that is, meeting people where they are and talking through them or talking it through with them about is it a fitness goal? Is it an eating goal? Is it a, a mind goal, right? Is it to be more mindful and to uh, be in a better mental state? At the Y, we focus on spirit, mind, and body. Mm-hmm. And so uh, all of those things lead into our health and well-being. And one of the ways you, you talked about goals, one of the things that we rely on is SMART goals. Mm-hmm. So those goals that are specifical, spe- specific, yeah. measurable, attainable, 
realistic and time bound. And so you want, you want something that you know that you can start chunking away at. Uh So for me, it wasn't just a triathlon, right? Like that was a good goal, but there was more to it. Add in the time boundness of I registered for a specific date. So by May 3rd, 2007, I had to be ready. Uh, And then I had distance in there. I knew it was going to be a half mile swim, a 13 mile bike and a 5k run. So now I start having some of those measurables where I can start measuring against what I was going to do. It was semi-attainable, and at the start it really wasn't, but I had enough time, like three to five months, to start preparing and incrementally stepping towards that being possible. Wow. And so meeting people when they come in and saying, you know, JJ, what's your goal here at the YMCA? And then you putting it out there and saying, awesome, let's sit together side by side. Let's figure out a plan on where you're at and, and how we can help you get there. So you're saying that the Y can help pave a pathway oh, yeah. to finding some success in, in a couple of different, uh, areas, you know, mind, health. Yeah. Spirit, and, mind, and body. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Spirit, mind, and body. I yeah. love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Now the why y'all have something really cool going on right now. We do. To the end of January, I think. We January do. 31st. What, we tell do. me about that. So, um, all the way through January, end of January, we have a no join fee promotion. So that initial join fee um, or uh, whatever you want to call it, like the onboarding fee, right? Like that is waived. And so that's up to $125. Application fee. That's right. Yes. The the application fee is waived. And, and we just want to welcome you in, right? Just come on in and join, no join fee for the month of January. If you come in before January 14th, we're gonna enter you in for some personal training, uh, a raffle so that you can win and just kind of help jumpstart that goal by doing it side by side, one-on-one with a trained professional. Um, But outside of that, all the way through the end of January, still come in and join, no join fee, and you can start that day. And then we'd also always offer, and we always do, uh, what we call a smart start. And we use it based on those smart goals. But whenever you join the Y, um, we aim to welcome you in and set you up in a conversation like you and I are having, right. where we would focus on your health and fitness goals and whatever that is. And so, you know, if you join the Y today, either today, tomorrow, sometime in that first week, we'd want to say, hey, JJ, come and meet John or come and meet Stacy or come and meet so and so at whatever time you can make it in here. And let's talk about what your path and your journey at the YMCA looks like. That's cool. Hey, Mike, put that uh, that last image up on the screen there. Uh, the And if you are interested in the Y, you can, and there's going to be a link down in my description, or there is a link down in my description, ymcahouston.org forward slash join. Yes. And is this is this uh, application waived nationally, or is that something special to Houston? Yeah, so that's here in Houston. Okay. Um, I'm almost sure that our Y friends nationally are doing something mm-hmm. uh, to welcome and incentivize and make sure that we're showing up for our community here in January when it's such a popular time to focus on mm-hmm. health and well-being. So I would say check your local Y, yeah. um, but I, I'm almost sure that they're doing something as well. And they make it real easy. Mike, pop that back up there one more time. I didn't look it. They make it real easy. It's like three steps. And I went through those three steps last night. You got your membership types. Yep. Uh, for step one, step two is your primary location, like where you want to, where you want to do this. Yeah. And then a quick summary. I mean, they make Absolutely. it real easy for yeah. you to, 
to find a YMCA, and then it also walks you through all the YMCA membership uh, benefits that you have. And, man, y'all got a lot of them here. So, people, I encourage you to take a look at YMCA if you're wanting, if you're needing, you know, that mind, body, spirit um, Spirit, mind, you know, and body. Experience. That, that's uh, the thing about the Y is, you know, we're known for, for that, the facility and the access and and what you'll find. And and I know what you found because your family has been engaged in, in participatory with the Y for quite some time. Yeah. Is that when you're there, uh, it's really a place where we want you to be, to be yourself and to grow into whoever you want to become, mm-hmm. but really just belong there. Right? And that's something that we felt uh, in, and uh, is, is a sense of belonging. And what's wonderful, uh, a side plus to that is the other families that you meet. Yeah. And we've really become close with some other families that we've met through the Y. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the Y, then, you know, some of our we, we have a, a really good community of people, but it's always wonderful to find even more people that you can associate with, that you uh, that you raise your kids with and you yeah. grow with. Yeah. And uh, I now have a little one and, and it's fun to watch that evolution and that change in my wife and Anna and myself and just how that engagement at the Y changes because whether it was that triathlon and season that I went through or whether it's work or family, I know that it's not an individual endeavor and that I'm stronger, you're stronger, we're stronger in community with others because we're going to fall and we're going to mess up and we're going to need support or ideas or advice. And when we have those people, those supports around us, Mm -hmm. that's, that's when we can get out of the fog a lot easier than trying to figure out how we get ourselves out of it. Well, one shout out that I'll throw out there is y'all's volleyball, you know, and we, I, I was yes, a volleyball, I was a volleyball assistant coach. Yes. I was a, and hope coached for us uh, I don't know. a time or two. No, 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 it was all me. It was, it was all, all me. I was oh. all volunteered to volunteer, uh, and did a great job. We call that voluntold. <laughs> voluntold. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I was voluntold for several years and absolutely, you know, it kind of put me out there yeah. in an uncomfortable environment and I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, and again, going back to perfection, you know, it's just, there's no such thing, <laughs> right. but it was great. It let me, it, un, it unveiled some things in myself that I needed to work on. Yeah. And it also gave me an opportunity to spend some time with my daughter and her, and her friends and just have a great time That's and awesome. to see them to, to embrace, to absorb, you know, the the volleyball and then now to carry it even even further. But it all started at the Y. That's and cool. Y'all gave us a fantastic facility to, to that that was safe, uh, that allowed us what's that? Yeah, and mm-hmm. our, yeah, our youngest daughter. Yeah. I, I think I said both of them, but both of our daughters have just uh, been well welcomed and uh-huh. and just an excellent facility. Um so I highly encourage uh, people to take a look at the YMCA. Again, shout out YMCAHouston.org forward slash. Uh, join. Uh, yeah, join. And I'm also looking at the link for programs, so you can go straight to programs you can. as well. Yes. Uh, John, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. It, it's it been was such a pleasure. Good. It yeah. was a lot of fun hearing your story, hearing how it has benefited and helped uh, you along and uh, how you are using that in turn to help others and 
and find some growth uh, uh, and some happiness in their lives as well. So thank you, John. I appreciate that. Thank you. Friends of the Y Experience and new people to the Y Experience, I want to highly encourage you to like, subscribe, follow, share this information. If you like what you have heard, please drop us a comment. Let us know where you're at, what situation you might be in personal health. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit. I know I got that wrong. I need to write this stuff down sometimes. I didn't write that one down. But uh, thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next week on the Y Experience. I'm JJ Cannon. You all have a wonderful week. Thanks, John. Thank you. The Y Experience with J.J. Cannon, sponsored by Digital Delight, making holiday tech shopping easy. Take a look at their website at digitaldelight.com forward slash shop, where they are featuring six must-haves to turn your basic home into a smart home. Support the Y Experience with J.J. Cannon by becoming a Patreon. Every month, the Y Experience will receive a regular source of income from supporters like you who've pledged through Patreon. Having your ongoing support for as little as a dollar a month means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you.